Hey, good morning and welcome. Welcome to Thursday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we get ready to uh, crank up a new day and, uh, and and see what we can uh, what we can get into talking sports live and local right here on the program. Interesting. One of the first topics that we're going to talk about, because we are exactly one week away from the NFL draft, is Cowboy football. And I look over, and what is Ward wearing? A Cowboy uh, jacket. He's got a little light uh, a three-quarter sleeve, half-sleeve pullover jacket mm-hmm. with, the, uh, with the Cowboy star. So he's given his money to Jerry Jones. How nice. How nice. And his forehead's peeling. Looks like an onion. See? <laughs> Ward, how are we? Outstanding. Good. You sleep okay? Slept well. I bet you did. Put some lotion on all that? Sunburn action? Mm, a little bit. All right. All right. Garrett, you, you didn't help him out or anything, did you? Nah, nah. <laughs> Hands free over here. <laughs> how are we this morning? Pretty good. Good. I'm having... My headsets, I don't know. It's Technical issues. Trying to figure this out. <laughs> got a little short. Got a little short in the headset. So, uh, anyway, uh, we're glad you're with us. We got a lot to do today. Um, we will talk some Cowboy football as we get ready for the draft. We're going to talk, uh, talk some SMU and LSU football and, and athletics with Billy and Body from on3.com. I like that, Ward. I mean, we were talking about it this morning. Mm-hmm. Run, dive right on three. On three. Who goes on three? Everybody used to go on first sound, didn't they? Um, Yeah. Most, Most time, time it's first sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into the Rangers. That winning streak, is, is, I, I was wrong. It's not going to start. It didn't start last night. It's going to start tonight. Okay. We'll see. We'll see about that. Guys, they're two and nine. They're bad. They're two and, and, and nine. And you act surprised. I am surprised. Okay. I, I And, again, I still think that they're going to be n- not good. Okay. But I didn't think they would be horrendous. This is this is exactly what they did a year ago. Mm-hmm. So you spent $580 million to be exactly the same? Well, you didn't get any pitching. Oh, you got some pitching. You just yeah, didn't get any didn't good, get good pitching. pitching. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I thought every once in a while you'd out. But last night wasn't about pitching. You gave up four runs in a Major League Baseball game. You scored two. Two. And you didn't score until like the eighth or ninth inning. Mm-hmm. So this group, huh, anyway, we'll get into it. Uh, let's see, what Poor else? Tom. Well, it's driving me nuts. <laughs> I mean, it's April. We haven't even got to summer yet. You know, the dog days of summer, oh, I don't know, man. I, I, I And I know what Jeff Wilson said about, you know, the leadership is safe and, mm-hmm. and, and ownership is going to be patient. Why? I don't see how. I don't see why you would. Well, I don't, that's what I'm asking. Why? Why? You know, if I spent $580 million, I, look, I, and again, I get it. This is still this is still part of your rebuild, it is. It's it's it, and I get that, but you have to show some improvement, don't you? And, and I know we're early in the season. I mean, we joke around, but we really are very very early in the season. 
However, with that said. But you're showing no signs of life. That's exactly right. That And it's not like it's the same thing day after day. You know, it's it, it would be different if you were getting beat. 11 to 7 every every game and you can say well okay it's 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 the pitching staff we we you know we can score some runs we just we can't stop them from scoring but that's not the case you're getting beat 11 to 7 you're getting beat 11 to 1 you're getting beat 2 to 1 you're just flat getting beat you're not very good Mm-mm. and you should be better they in 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 ward you joke and I know but they should be much much better offensively and defensively than what they were a year ago. Look, last year they put a triple-A team on the field. This year, at least up the middle, they're pretty darn good. Or at least they're supposed to be. Catcher, shortstop, second base, center field. But they can't get anything accomplished. So with that in mind, somebody's got to be responsible. And I, I don't know. I mean, is this the right staff to lead this ball club in this in this rebuild? It doesn't seem like it. Last year, we all agreed, hey, you can't judge him. You can't judge him. He doesn't have a major league club. Well, he's got a major league club now. Mm-hmm. He may not have a major league pitching staff the way you want it, but he's got enough. he's got enough of the pieces to show some improvement. You would think. And I'm not seeing it. Round Rock Express is 10 and 4. <laughs> Bring him up. Anyway, we'll get into that. Uh, Jay Drew's going to be here. We've we've gone through the Big Twelve. We've started the process of going through the new teams from the um, the new look Big Twelve. We've already covered uh, Central Florida, and we've already covered Houston for you. We've still got Cincinnati coming up, and we're going to do BYU today, Garrett. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. He's going to come on. and, and We're talking about Jay Drew. Jay Drew, he'll come on, and he'll talk about everything going on with BYU. You have, you know, solid play coming back on the offensive side. Question marks probably with the defensive line, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what he's thinking about this team and how they're planning ahead, And you know, because you're going to have to change how you recruit and do everything as you're coming mm-hmm. into the Big 12. Uh, Bryce Cherry's going to join us. Uh, the uh, Texas High School Football Hall of Fame, a great organization, by the way, that is housed inside the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, they've got their big banquet coming up. I think it's May the 7th. There's some great names. I gave you a list of those names. Yeah, was it, Let's see if I can do some off the top of my head. Uh, Ray Rhodes uh, is going to go into the, uh, into the Hall of Fame. I think it was Colt McCoy going into the Hall of Fame. You've got the list. I mean, Yeah, so Dick Stafford, Ray Rhodes, Rodney Allison, Shea Walker, Tony Brackens, Colt McCoy. Uh, John Parchman, Joey McGuire, and Robert Wilcox. Some pretty cool names from Texas high school football right there. And they're going to go into the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame. And that uh, induction ceremony is coming up May 7th. We'll, we'll touch base with uh, Bryce Cherry on that, plus other things that are going on. And finally, I ask, did you see any of the uh, North Central and Weatherford college baseball game from Weatherford yesterday? I saw the best. I, I saw the, the only thing that was relevant out of that game. Wow. So pitcher from Weatherford gives up, I think it was a three run bomb. Mm-hmm. And as the hitter is rounding third, he drops his glove. He sprints off the mound and he goes and does probably one of the finest form tackles you're ever going to see on somebody. The guy that hit the home run, who's just, you know, jogging around the bases like, like you do. 
His batting helmet goes flying about 20 feet up in the air. It was a mess. And, and, and now, Weatherford College in North Central have made national headlines, print and radio and television. You know, and look, this has an effect uh, on standings. I mean, you know, it, it looks like McLennan is in pretty good shape. To, it, it, Mitch Thompson's either going to win it again or they're going to finish second. I, I don't think, you know, I think that's, you know. But Weatherford, I believe, still had an opportunity to get into into the tournament. What happens now? I mean, is it, obviously that's a forfeit, a double forfeit. They probably get left out. Could be a double. I mean, it could. Be, I mean, and then how do they handle the next game? I mean, what's the rule if you leave the bench or or leave your position because of an altercation? You're you're I ejected. Yeah, I, I don't know what the JUCO rule is, but probably there's something there. I imagine. Yeah, and I you remember when there had when there was a little altercation up in Grapevine at the at the regional tournament. Uh, it it cost McLennan an opportunity to go to Grand Junction mm-hmm. several years ago. So. I'll be interested to see, but it just—it's just a negative, ugly look, particularly for Weatherford College. Oh, it is. That's bad. I mean, it's—it's it's just a bad look for those guys. We'll talk about that uh, coming up uh, on the program as well. All right, seven oh nine. What we normally do on Thursdays is we normally talk to Mike Gray, and uh, let's let's welcome in Mike Gray from the uh, Humane Society. Mike, first of all, uh, unfortunately. And, and, and we do appreciate you you baking cookies for us yesterday. That was kind of nice. Uh, yeah. Now Warden Garrett gobbled them all up. I didn't get a single cookie. Wait a minute, uh, a you single were the first cookie. one in the bag. Oh, was I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, 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 hey, man, they were good. Now I gotta ask: Were that were those homemade or or those those slice and bake jobs? Uh, those homemade. Really? So you did the batter and all that stuff? I did. The the eggs, the butter, the flour, the sugar. Are you kidding me? No, I didn't do it all. Hey, I got a spare bedroom. You want to move in? I I tell you, I put my apron on, guys, and I go to work in that kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I'll pick it up. I'm telling you, I'll pick it up good. All right. Hey, uh, what's going on at the Humane Society? What do we need to know? Um. Yeah, so we, um, I think a couple of days ago, we, we made a post on Facebook. We are uh, officially uh, code red right now, critical uh, capacity. Um, and so, <clears throat> you know, we are a, a, what they call like a no-kill uh, shelter, you know. And so uh, that, that no-kill status is, it can be kind of uh, confusing. And so uh, what no-kill status means is that, you know, uh, ninety, I think over 90% of the animals uh, leave the shelter, uh, alive. And so, um, to get that no kill status, I think we're like at 98% uh, live exit rate, which is pretty incredible. Um, and so, uh, you know, in order to keep that no kill status, we got to, you know, keep these dogs coming in and, and getting out and whatnot. And so, uh, the city of Waco and the, the community is just always, uh, so great about that, but it's just, you know, just because we have that no kill status doesn't mean that, uh, we can't lose that no-kill status. So we always want to make sure we keep that and keep uh, striving for what we're doing. So we just always need people to, uh, you know, come in, adopt some dogs, foster some dogs, you know. Uh, especially the holiday weekend last weekend, a lot of people were out of town, so we didn't get too many people uh, come in on Saturday to adopt. So, um, 
you know, numbers are kind of going back up. So we're definitely open to get some dogs uh, out adopted today. And I know this is a pretty generic question, but what typically what type of dogs do you guys have that are going out the door uh, in, in, in the adoption process? Um, you know, we got kind of a, a wide range. We've got a lot of um, uh, mostly medium to large dogs. Um, a lot of what I just like to call purebred mutts. And, um, but yeah, we get, we get a lot of medium to large. We, we don't really get too many small, small dogs, but. Why uh, is that? Is, is that just a coincidence or, or why, why is that? Yeah. A lot of the smaller dogs, um, typically the owners will come back in and, and get them. Cause you know, most times the smaller dogs are going to be inside dogs. And so when they do get out, the owner's are like, Oh, Hey, my dog's not in my lap. It must've gotten out. <laughs> so <laughs> they go and get it when they, the bigger dogs are like, Oh, my dog's not here. Okay. Um, and so they just, I, I guess they just go get another dog, you know, come to the shelter to find their dog. So, um, we have a lot of mostly large dogs, um, not too many puppies right now, but, um, definitely a lot of big dogs and really, really friendly dogs. What's a rough estimate right now on how many dogs ideally you would need to see or would like to see get adopted this week to help you get back to where you want to be as far as the full capacity in uh, this shelter? All right. That's a good question. Um, I, I'd say if we could get, you know, 40, 50 dogs out, uh, you know, between now and Saturday, I think that would be, you know, really, really good. Um, and I, we've done, you know, we've done 40, 50 dogs in a day before. Um, so just the more, the more we can get it out there that, you know, we kind of, you know, we do want to get these dogs out of here. You know, we can set up the kennels and the in the building and, and things like that for them to stay in. But, you know, we just don't we don't want to have to do that for them. We want them to be able to get out and, and go to a home and, and kind of live it up, kind of like how Martin's doing now. So, uh, yeah. Did you mention, tell us a little bit about the, the dog you were talking about. She she got shot. Y'all were able to help her out. I know you sent me the YouTube video yesterday. How are things going with her? They're going good. Going good, man. That, that was a, a wild story. Um, so, uh, you know, we took the dog home, uh, I believe Monday and, um, it, he is just, his owners are so happy to see him. It's just one of those crazy stories. And it kind of shows the importance of, uh, you know, having your dog microchipped, uh, so that, you know, when your dog is found, we can, we can scan it. And, you know, unfortunately for Zeus, you know, he had gotten shot, but we, uh, got him all patched up and, and sent back home and, um, uh, He's doing really good, man. He's it's it's a really kind of a touching story about you know just overcoming things, and especially you know I think a a twelve year old dog getting shots going to pull through, but <laughs> you know just he did. Hey, Mike, uh, what what do you guys need this week? Uh, what are what are some of your needs besides adoption and and uh, foster? Um, dog food, um, blankets. Uh, and uh, cleaning supplies, bleach, things like that. Um, we're definitely uh, always, you know, always in need of dog food and and uh, 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 cleaning supplies. And uh, where where are you located? Give us give us all the contact info. Yes, sir. Twenty thirty two Circle Road. Uh, phone number is two five four seven five four fourteen fifty four. Hey, Mike. As always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, guys. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Mike Gray.
from the uh, Animal Humane Society. If you can help out, we'd uh, certainly appreciate it. All right, to 716, 16 after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Garrett Ward, we're glad you're with us. Stay, uh, stay with us. When we come back, we're going to talk some Cowboy football. We're going to talk about the draft and, and just get into some things like that. That's next here on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple and let them help you and your business succeed. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. More of the same today with mostly cloudy skies. Some sunshine from time to time, but very mild and windy with highs topping out at 87 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 69 and mostly cloudy tomorrow morning, but turning mostly sunny late in the afternoon with a warm high of 88. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the Bears and the Longhorns. Big 12 baseball from Austin. It's the Bears and the Longhorns from the capital city. Now Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 1, and Sunday at 1. Bears and Longhorns. This weekend from the capital city. Join Derek Smith and Max Calderon. This weekend here on ESPN Central Texas. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office. And Western Home Decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets. Buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. 
Clayo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team with current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 720, 20 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Uh, coming up at 9 today, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be greeny. 3 o'clock this afternoon, it's the John Moore Show. 4 o'clock, Matt Mosley will be here. And uh, today on the John Moore Show, he's going to be broadcasting live from the Baylor Club. He'll have the Baylor Club GM, Mike Mosley, on the program. Plus, Logan Vick from the 2012 Baylor baseball team. they got a big reunion coming up, and... Uh, Logan's going to talk with uh, John about that, uh, uh, and uh, you know that was, <laughs> again, that was one of those fun teams, uh, uh, and a team that played at a very high level, got beat, I believe, in the Super Regionals by Arkansas uh, here in Waco, and uh, Arkansas went on to the uh, to the World Series uh, in Omaha, but uh, that was a terrific Baylor club, and Logan Vick. Uh, a big part of that that uh, that club, and boy, I tell you what, uh, if it was hitting the air, Logan Vick's going to go get it. So, uh, John will have Logan on the program coming up uh, this afternoon. All right, uh, seven twenty-one. Let's talk a little bit. About, I, I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm sure you did, but Forty uh, ers all-purpose player. I, I I don't want to really call him a wide receiver. Is it fair to call him a wide receiver when he does so much more for their team? But Samuel wants out of, out of San Francisco. And, it, and first of all, I want to know, Ward, you, you followed it. Garrett, you followed it. Is this something the Cowboys would, would, would take a look at? With Amari Cooper gone, would they take a look at a guy like Samuel? Would they trade some draft picks in this draft to acquire Debo Samuel? I don't think they can afford to. Who can I mean, really, well, seriously, I, I, what, what, they're, know, I, what they're going to want, who can? Well, some team that's, you know, pretty much set on their roster, but the Cowboys have so many needs now with all the bad moves they made in the offseason. I, I don't I don't know that they can spare any draft picks to, you know, fill in at the wide receiver position, a place where they say that they're in pretty good shape right now, which I don't believe, but, I mean, that's what they're saying. So... Yeah, I I don't know. He's a game changer, isn't he? I mean, well, I mean, he was for San Francisco. Who, you know, it it you know that's a different animal when you're talking, you know, where he's playing at and who he's going up against. I I I think that he has a possibility, but it's a total different offense too. So you know, do the Cowboys bring this guy in and and change what they're doing to appease him to to utilize him to his best ability? I don't think so. I feel like that's a tricky thing because if you pay the money, he could be – I feel like he's flourished in the in, under Kyle Shanahan's system, and I don't know if that translates to another offense. It translates to another scheme. I feel like he might be, you know, fit for what they're doing but not for what somebody else is doing. I feel like you could, you're taking – there's too much of a risk in going to get him. I agree. 
Well, so I heard this morning Keyshawn Johnson talking, and I believe it when I when what he said. He said this morning that if a player who's kind of in a contract year, which you know this is the final year of the rookie deal for Sweeney, if a player is public and verbal about wanting out of a particular situation, a team really doesn't have a whole lot of choice. They've got to they've got to move them. When did the players, because look what he's done. I mean, if they move him, if they don't move him, then you got a problem in the clubhouse probably. And he may not show up. And you got all kinds of, you know, you got all, if you do move him, then what you had planned to do and what you were doing now changes dramatically. Players are in control, are they not? And when did that change? When when did, when, when the salaries got where they are now that's when that changed i mean the players have more control and and you know the feel like they got all the control well and that's part of the agreement with the players association and the owners too it gave them a lot of control so that's when the thing changed dramatically uh could he be a, a locker room problem yeah um you know but the thing is just like garrett said he he's got to find the right place to fit what he is capable of doing. And I don't know how many teams are out there that are willing to run that type of offense, that, you know, Swiss Army knife offense that the 49ers run. And you don't you don't go get a player and adjust your offense to what you're doing and your scheme just because you got that player unless he, you know, just he falls in your lap kind of like he did in San Francisco and, and you created some things for him. I I think it's a slippery slope to say that he just walks in somebody's camp and fits everything they're doing. I don't know that he does. I think the best two fits for him ideally, and neither one of these teams would necessarily get him, would be Arizona and the Rams yep. because they do similar styles it's, to it, what it, Those Jefferson are the only does. other two teams out there that, yeah. that have a similarity that he could probably go to and say, okay, we can utilize this guy right. to his capabilities and – it, it, he he's not going to be a number one receiver anywhere he goes. He's not that guy. The only other team I would think is maybe a situation with Kansas City. You know, Tyreek's gone. Could you squeeze him in? Those are about it. That, that's about yeah. the only f- true fits for him outside of San Francisco, in my opinion. But if he goes to one of those, they don't change their offense. Absolutely. They, they have an opportunity. Plug and play. To plug and play him and do some of the same schemes. And, and maybe create a couple of things for him, but it doesn't completely change the outlook of no, what they're doing offensively. Not at all. A year ago, he became the first player since 1999 and just the third in history to have 1,000 yards receiving, five touchdown, at least five touchdown receptions, and five touchdowns rushing. I mean, in the other two were running backs and Marshall Falk and Roger Craig, very, very much dual threats out of the backfield, but – He's he's normally on the edge, and then they line him up in the backfield. He's to a me, he, player. Well, and to me, he brings a lot to the table in what you can do. From again, you don't change your offense for one guy. But if that one guy's a difference maker, he's not. You don't think? No, I think he's a system player. He's a system player. Mm. He's not a difference maker. Oh boy, he certainly had a good run in the playoffs. I, I don't I don't get a guy that's gonna go out there and give me four or five plays a game. I don't need that guy. I need a guy that's gonna go out there and give me twenty five plays a game. Good point. 
All right. So what are you looking for if you're the Cowboys? Defensive Offensive line. line, defensive line. Got to go trenches, man. So it's up front. I think so. I would go defensive line first, honestly. And I don't have a problem with that. No, I, I tend to agree. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I think you could I, – I think they've got to go find some help on the edge up front. They better get somebody to protect Dak, too, though. Well, there's no question. Yeah, I mean, they've got more questions than answers. They've got a lot of money tied up in that offensive backfield. They better find some way to – they destroyed themselves with those contracts. Well, I, you know, I, I agree. But they've got to find some way to protect that investment. Um, you know, and you've got to find a way to make 21 relevant again. And I don't I don't know that he's capable physically of being that guy again. I don't think he is. I think Tony Pollard's a better all-around back than him in that system they're doing now. Possibly. Well, so the draft is a week from tonight. And uh, so we'll, uh, we'll we'll see. They've got seven days to to finish up the board. And, and, and Ward, at the end of the day, I know they talk about all of the different people that are in the room helping. But at the end of the day, when they make a decision, don't you agree that it, the, the person or persons making the decision, their last name will be Jones? There's no doubt. I mean, Mike McCarthy can talk about it. And I know they got player personnel people it's going to be jerry jones unless stephen jones puts a seatbelt on him like he did for johnny menzel yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean and that's that, that's it i mean it's just it comes down to those two guys and it, it doesn't matter what mike mccarthy i mean he'll have input there's no doubt about that but if he's you know demanding on on a player that he really wants yeah jerry jones is going to tell him go get a cup of coffee and be quiet especially when he's already on the hot seat yeah <laughs> All right, so that's that's coming up on Thursday. It's a seven thirty. We're going to talk some SMU athletics. We're going to do that uh, with uh, Billy and Body from uh, on three dot com, and we're going to talk a little bit about that with Billy as well. So we'll do that next, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Greedy Carter, our guest, one of Baylor's all-time greats, now back as Baylor's uh, Director of Player Development on Scott Drew's staff. Oh, man, I'm, I'm just thankful. It, it means a lot. Um, you know how much I love Baylor. Baylor know how much I love them. You know, um, and I always say, man, Baylor helped me out in so many ways, you know, and to, to help me grow up, to help me be a better husband, to help me be a better father um, for my kids. Um, you know, a better person. It's just to, to be able to come back and, and coach with Baylor after they gave so much to you, you know, um, it's just a huge honor, and I'm just blessed. It was a blessing to, 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 to play for Baylor and to be here now, man, it's just huge, and I'm just thankful to be in this position and talking to you about oh, this right now. That's great. Well, you know we all feel the same way. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystoso.com. That's 5daystoso.com. 
Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and Sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota L2501 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Rangers started a road series at Seattle with a 4-2 loss. They're back on the field tonight, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas starting at 8 o'clock. Shohei Otani and two relievers, one hit the Astros for a 6-0 Angels win. Houston has today off and will start a weekend series with Toronto tomorrow. The winning streak is over for the MCC softball team. They won the first game of a doubleheader against Temple 11-0 to run the streak to 28 games, but Temple took the nightcap 6-3. Highlander Baseball won both of its games in Temple 4-0 and 2-1. The Mavericks continue their postseason in Utah tonight. That best of seven series is tied at one game each. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Garrett, what's the name of that song? That's my favorite song, by the way. Brass Monkey. Huh? Brass Monkey. That one your favorite, Ward? Yeah. Yeah. Ward's that over. was one that was played at my brother's wedding. Really? Yeah. Ward was over there air scratching. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's 734 if you're out and about this morning. Drive safely. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we welcome you into the program from on3.com, Billy and Body. Good morning, Billy. And first of all, tell us a little bit about on3.com. I know you've recently made the switch, and I was looking at some of the content. Uh, man, what what a great site. Yeah, I appreciate that. It, it's uh, it's exciting. It's a new venture uh, by Shannon Terry, who started Rivals and 24-7. And this is uh, kind of the last one he wants to do and send it off and do it right. And uh, it starts with a database. I mean, we're going to be tracking everything you could imagine from you know the, the basics of players offers and visits and all of that to, you know, the draft rate uh, from certain high schools or certain regions and, uh, you know, the hit rate of five stars and four stars and three stars. So it's that. And then, you know, your team site coverage, like I've been doing for years now, LSU, SMU for me and uh, many other sites that are joining the network and we're kind of building monsters so that, 
you know, people can find the best, uh, you know, news on whatever team they, uh, they, they follow. And, uh, that's just what we want to bring is really the best and, and kind of focused on, on that, uh, rather than, you know, maybe, uh, uh, some, you know, page pushing type stuff. I, again, I was looking at it uh, yesterday, man. It, it it really is a cool sight. Uh, let's let's talk some spring football and let's begin with SMU. Is is the big decision quarterback with the Ponies? Yeah, I think so, and it's a uh, one that's going to be made uh, probably in fall camp, unless you know one of them decides uh, to transfer, which you never know these days. But uh, it does seem like as of now, they'll at least stick it out and, and battle it out in fall camp and. Tanner Mordecai and Preston Stone both look good in, in the spring. And for, for Tanner Mordecai, I think comfortable um, as, you know, the quote-unquote starter, even though it's a new staff. Uh, he is uh, you know, somebody that set records last year. He had a big, big year for SMU. And for me, watching practice as an outsider, I felt like he left the spring as, as the starter. You know, I don't think Preston Stone necessarily pulled even with him. Uh, I think Tanner Mordecai looks more comfortable. I think with this new offense, wanting to throw the ball deep is a priority, and that's something that's going to be able to help him uh, more, uh, just get the ball out of his hands quicker, make big plays, which he wants to do. And I think at times last year, even with some of those receivers, uh, they didn't necessarily take advantage of the speed they had at, at that position and try to push the ball down the field. And then Preston Stone is a gunslinger, uh, somebody who extends plays, wants to make the big play. Um, but also knows when uh, to take his lumps and uh, throw the ball away and live to fight another day. I think he brings an energy when he's on the field. Uh, he's very enthusiastic. The players do seem to kind of gravitate towards that a little bit, at least in practice. Um, but I think his consistency needs to improve just a little bit more. So it's a full-fledged quarterback competition. Uh, but I will say Tanner Mordecai, I think, did what he needed to do and, and – uh, you know, held down the spot, uh, at least from my eyes. Billy, with the coaching change and a little bit smoother transition in coaching because Sonny Dykes didn't lead the cupboard completely bare and you don't have to to do a whole lot of, of moving and shaking, but is it easier to kind of have this transition when you're not coming in and trying to change the culture and, and everything else and, and trying to rebuild a program? Yeah, I think so. The, this is a team that's used to winning, uh, and you know they they had gotten into the top twenty-five multiple years, and there's a lot of uh, you know positives that came from that. This is a team that also didn't really get over the hump. You know, November was a month that, gosh, even with even though we talked about it with the players all last off season, uh, they didn't get over the hump, and, and you know you, you can attribute that, that to you know all the rumors with Sonny Dykes moving on, or um, just a matter of them playing better football teams and those teams getting the best of them this year, but they've not gotten over that hump. Uh, I think this new staff uh, adds a little bit more of an edge uh, defensively. Uh, they, they brought in Sean Griswold, who really is a strength and conditioning coach has done more with less, in my opinion, you know, just kind of looking back throughout his career. I know he's been at Arizona state, but outside of that, you know, going to a place like Virginia and helping build a winner, um, you know, with those standards that they have in place there is really impressive to me. He seems like he's got a good bond with the players. And if he can get more out of them in, in November and late in the season, then maybe this is the staff to, to turn things, you know, even, you know, up a notch. I want to stick with the staff a little bit, but I want to talk about uh, the recruiting aspect and the team they've put together there. And, 
and kind of go talk a little bit about yesterday or was it day before yesterday where they dropped the graphic with the Trans Am. I mean, that was perfect for right now's NIL market. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that SMU should have been leaning into uh, its past a lot more uh, throughout the years. I know it's a touchy subject and, you know, you don't want to, that you could you could have leaned into it without saying you were paying players in the past, and and I think they should have done that a long time ago. Um, and now it's certainly legal in a sense to to pay players, and uh, it, it's just the right timing for everything. You know, they're hit, hitting the road recruiting, they're getting back out there, and um, I mean, it's just despite it coming from A and M, uh, it's uh, synonymous with SMU's pro- program's history, really. You mentioned the edge of of this group. Uh, how how different will this team look on the field than they did a year ago or two years ago, whatever the case may be under under Dykes? Yeah, uh, you you lose Grant Calcaterra, you lose Danny Gray, Reggie Robertson, uh, and Ulysses Bentley transferred. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, how this playmaking group can stay healthy. Um, that's the big question. They've got guys that. When you go out to practice, you watch Bo Corrales, a transfer from North Carolina, who's battled the injury bug. But, I mean, he's as big and, you know, strong and can go up and get it, uh, as I've seen, honestly, since Cortland Sutton. When he's out there, he he makes plays. Um, you know, I don't think he has the field-stretching speed that Cortland maybe has. But, I mean, you put it anywhere in his vicinity, and he's getting it. And Rasheed Rice is as steady as they come. Uh, you know, they've got some tight end with uh, tight ends with talent. They've got a running back group that is uh, a veteran group. They added Kamar Wheaton. If he's healthy, how does he contribute and fit in there? Um, this is a this is a group that offensively should look fairly similar. Kind of has some question marks. I think they're going to push them push the ball down the field a little bit more, uh, just from a scheme perspective. And then defensively, Scott Simons did a really good job at temp uh, at uh, Liberty uh, the past few uh, seasons, and you know his group just seemed to be responding really well. You know, Jim Levitt. I mean, quite honestly, it it was uh, a match you thought was perfect on paper, and it it could not have been more of a train wreck, um, just from you know everything off the field, on the field, uh, how he got along with the players. So they're energized. Uh, they're a group that is really going to be led by a talented defensive line. I think all three of those guys could at least get a shot to play in the pros in the in the long term future, especially Devere Levelston, uh, and. Then the secondary is just a big question mark. They've got safeties in corners, but lots of questions at those spots after being one of the worst pass defenses in college football last year. Billy, how big a player, how deep a dive is SMU going to take in that transfer portal? Is it going to be similar to what they did in years past or bigger? Yeah, they, they've already taken that, that dive pretty good. Uh, I think they've got double-digit transfers either already on campus, not already on campus, but when it all said and uh, when is when all is said and done, they'll have double-digit transfers on campus by that first game of the season, which is about on par with what um, SMU did in that first year of the transfer portal under under Sonny Dykes. Uh, and and they still need to address offensive line. They still need to address uh, defensive back. I think they're going to add another receiver. Uh, it's going to be a pretty pretty deep dive into uh, into the transfer portal and. Uh, they've had a lot of help already that got to campus on defense and Jaquandis Burns and Shannon Reed at linebacker. Um, they'll continue to to make some moves, uh, like I said, li- at, at uh, offensive line, uh, wide receivers, uh, probably safety, and even defensive line as well. So they're going to continue to uh, use that, and, and uh, the formula is there for it to uh, 
you know, honestly work out for SMU in the long term. Is there any resentment coming out of SMU towards Houston and Cincinnati as far as they're going to come to the Big 12 and then now SMU sitting on the outside looking in again? Yeah, I think there's that resentment. Um, you know, Houston, Houston kind of did what SMU was doing in basketball. Uh, if you look back uh, when, when Larry Brown was at SMU, uh, SMU was what Houston is now, uh, and Houston capitalized in the longer term uh, to, to make it work. And then uh, football-wise, they've stayed certainly relevant. They've won at a higher level than SMU. Uh, they built a new stadium, and they've just kind of, quite frankly, leaned into being a kind of a bad boy of, of the group of five. You know, Tillman Fertitta is not a shy guy. Um, whereas SMU just it, the way they want to do things is, is kind of move a little quieter. And, and that's what I was kind of saying earlier with the trans A&M stuff, you know, they could have leaned in and, and kind of made it a, somehow, you know, a cool, a cool private to, to go to and which they have on the football side of things, but really just kind of made it more of a national brand, um, you know, even more so than it, than it kind of already is, but it, it, there's resentment there for sure. You know, it just, you look back over the years of, of SMU and, and there are pivotal moments where it's the opportunity. And um, that, that's why they're not getting into the Big 12. Um, you know, there are things that Houston and UCF offer that SMU is never going to be able to, you know, 50,000 students or, um, you know, just large student bodies, things like that. Um, but, you know, they, they certainly miss the boat in their own end. And, but a lot, of, a lot of fans also recognize that it kind of makes sense, too. Let's uh, let's switch gears. Talk a little bit about uh, LSU, and it, it sounds like when they have the spring game, that the game may be kind of secondary to who's on campus for for those visits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even Brian Kelly is is kind of uh, uh, not happy with the spring game. They 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 have about thirty players, thirty newcomers uh, coming into the program uh, this off season, and uh, with the transfer portal and high school recruiting and. Uh, with the guys that have left the team in the past, uh, for whatever reason, their depth is a real issue. So they're going to go offense, defense, which for me, I think that's great because you get your best on best a little bit more. Uh, you don't have a draft. You don't have the teams broken up. So it should should be a nice way to at least see where the team is at. But um, it doesn't make as uh, – it's, it's a scrimmage, basically. And um, they will have a lot of talent on campus. They're going to have a, a couple five-stars. Uh, and quarterback Dante Moore and Carnell Tate on campus, two of the top recruits in 2023. They'll have some of their fresh commitments, uh, Ryan Yates out of out of Texas and uh, Michael Doherty out of Georgia. Uh, they'll also have Jalen Brown, one of the best wide receivers in the country. They'll have Darren Reed, who for us at on three is a top 30 overall prospect. He's a really impressive defensive lineman out of Georgia. Uh, they're going to have a stacked visitor list, and uh, who knows, maybe they start get getting rolling uh, on the recruiting trail in that 2023 class. What is the offense going to look like under Kelly and who's going to lead this offense? Yeah, I think it's going to end up being Jaden Daniels. Uh, I think with the offensive line, still a little bit of a work in progress. Uh, they're going to uh, need somebody that's a little bit uh, slippery back there, uh, running the ball and, and, and being able to move and, um, you know, extend plays and do those types of things. So uh, he's shown enough, at least with, with, you know, me getting to watch a few times that he can be accurate enough to deliver the football. But, um, you know, Miles Brennan's still there. He's certainly a veteran, uh, even though he's been, been hurt the last couple of years. He's been around. He's seen a lot. 
Uh, and when he played, he, he was very productive. So he's factoring in. I think it's a two-headed race, really, between those guys with Garrett Nussmeyer kind of being a dark horse. As far as the offense goes, they're going to deploy, you know, three or four wide receivers uh, at a time. The tight end is going to kind of be more of a traditional uh, tight end is kind of what we're seeing as far as the type of tight end they're recruiting, the type of tight end, um, you know, they're, they're using so far. Um, they're very thin at that position, but they've moved Jack Besh, you know, out to wide receiver full-time. He was kind of a hybrid uh, tight end wide receiver. So that kind of shows me they're, they're, they're looking for that, you know, kind of bigger body uh, at the tight end position overall. And then uh, they've got a stable of running backs. Uh, they did lose one. Corey Kiner transferred back home to Cincinnati. He had played a good bit as a freshman, but I think this is just kind of your, your prototypical spread offense uh, in a way, you know, we saw what Cincinnati could do last year uh, with Mike Denbrock calling the plays. He's going to be calling the plays for, for LSU this year. And I think we're going to see a lot of what Cincinnati tried to do. Uh, and, and in part, that's why I think Jaden Daniels probably holds a little bit of the edge, uh, just you know, judging by what he was able to do with Desmond Ritter. How long do you think it's going to be before LSU is back competing on the national stage at a high level? Because you know it's championship or bust for Kelly. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got to commend him for the job he did you know, bringing in some some really good talent in the transfer portal. I think they're going to be a, a competitive team. I, I do think they're probably a year away. Um, I think they need more depth. Uh, at the wide receiver position, or, or I should say that that group needs to develop or at least show they, they can do it at a consistently high level outside of Kayshawn Boutte. Um, you need somebody to emerge at running back like they got when Clyde Edwards-Alaire emerged in 2019. Uh, the offensive line is still a question mark, uh, although they upgraded uh, through the transfer portal and they have some really talented freshmen coming in. I do think the defensive line is going to be a strength. Linebacker is a huge question. And then the secondary is kind of a little bit. So I just think they're, they're a little bit off um, as far as what they need to be back right at in the mix for an SEC West championship. You know Alabama is going to be there. A&M continues to be a school that year in, year out now. Um, you know, everybody talks about it, but they haven't made that move just yet uh, to the top. And so it's going to be an interesting year. Um, you know, A&M has, has the same quarterback questions LSU probably has, honestly. And uh, Auburn's going to be interesting. It, it is uh, never a dull moment in the SEC West. And with Brian Kelly, I think the big thing is, is his organization and his coaching staff seems really sharp. So that might buy them a couple wins that maybe they're not expecting even internally this year. And who knows, maybe they can – you know, play a, a little bit of, bit of a spoiler and be right in that race. But I just think they're missing a couple pieces that they, they need to truly be in the top. Hey, Billy, again, tell us a little bit about uh, on3.com and, and how you can read about SMU and LSU and, and others. Yeah, you can check us out on3.com. And also uh, for SMU fans, ontheponyexpress.com is the site I run. You can check us out with a – seven-day trial and then for LSU fans you can check us out at thebengletiger.com so we'll have all your visitor lists recruit reactions spring game takeaways for LSU and SMU the coaches are hitting the road uh pretty heavy and uh you know some trans A&Ms and <laughs> we'll have <coverage laughs> that too Billy as always and it is a pleasure thanks so much for uh, for being with us this morning 
Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, talk to you soon. Billy and Body from uh, On3.com covering LSU and SMU. Good stuff there. All right, uh, 751, we're going to hear from Chris Woodward, the Ranger manager. We do it next on ESPN Central Texas. Join us for the Baylor football green and gold spring game presented by TFNB, your bank for life on April 23rd from McLean Stadium as Coach Dave Aranda and the Big 12 champion Bears wrap up spring drills. Join J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for the spring game broadcast beginning at noon on April 23rd here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small, they do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental. They make work easier. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loans subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rates subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Rangers started a road series at Seattle with a 4-2 loss. They're back on the field tonight, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas starting at 8 o'clock. Shohei Otani and two relievers, one hit the Astros for a 6-0 Angels win. Houston has today off and will start a weekend series with Toronto tomorrow. 
The winning streak is over for the MCC softball team. They won the first game of a doubleheader against Temple 11 to nothing to run the streak to 28 games, but Temple took the nightcap 6 to 3. Highlander baseball won both of its games in Temple 4 to nothing and 2 to 1. The Mavericks continue their postseason in Utah tonight. That best of 7 series is tied at one game each. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.56, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. We uh, were having the conversation earlier, and Ward just does not have the faith that the Rangers are going to get this thing turned and they're going to get going and they're going to be a good team. They're going to contend for the American League West. May even get to the World Series, Ward. I mean, th- they might. Okay. They As might. fans. Do I? As fans. <laughs> they buy a ticket. They buy exactly. a ticket. <laughs> they're 2-9 and nine after a 4-2 loss last night. Again, you know, they, they talk about hitting the ball hard and all this kind of stuff. At the end of the day, who has the most runs? Is less, you know, is, is, that's the one stat that really matters. And they've lost nine of their first 11 baseball games. They're, they've won one road game and one home game, and they continue on the road again tonight. But, uh, man, oh, man, it, this team's struggling. And Chris Woodward after the game. I think the the key the key moment was in the first inning. You know, we have a chance to kind of you know punch them in the mouth, and something we talk about a lot, obviously, is you know getting on the board first and how important that is, especially with you know the struggles we've had, kind of winning games. So um, the fact that we didn't we didn't score there kind of gave them a little bit of hope. Um, you know, if we if we just scored a couple there or at least one, you know, things change obviously. But uh, you know, we did hit some balls hard, and we lined out a few times in that second inning. Um, you know, I, th- I thought Adola swung about really well today. That was a really good sign. Uh, we did. We we just couldn't get enough to, uh, I guess, push enough runs ac- or any runs across for the first eight innings. To be honest with you, so um, you know it's, it sucks. It's not fun. Um, but at the same time, we got to keep fighting. Got to keep fighting, Ward. And, and, and by not scoring in the first, it gave Seattle some hope. Are you kidding me? Do you need hope when you play Texas? No. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> This may be a long summer. Uh, Maybe. They're five games back. We're not even through the first month. It's early. Okay. You don't want to peak too soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Optimism. And then you look up, and the Astros all of a sudden are skidding a little bit. They're 6-6 six and six after getting whitewashed by the, the Angels last night, 6 to nothing. Oh, man. Come on. Our Texas big league team's not exactly – Setting the woods on fire, are they? No. So, anyway. All right, uh, there you go. Texas and Seattle again tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. 8 o'clock for the pregame. First pitch around 8.40. 7.58. John Morris is here. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, heading into a busy weekend in Baylor Athletics that includes Baylor football's green and gold scrimmage to wrap up spring drills. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Join us for the Baylor football green and gold spring game. Presented by TFNB, your bank for life on April 23rd from McLean Stadium. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today is the calm before the storm of a busy weekend in Baylor Athletics. Women's golf tees off tomorrow morning in the Big 12 Championships. Women's tennis opens play tomorrow morning at 9 in Fort Worth versus Kansas in the Big 12 Women's Tennis Championships. Softball at home versus Texas Tech beginning tomorrow evening at 6.30. Baseball in Austin to take on Texas. Make note of the time changes of that series in Austin. Now Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 1, and Sunday at 1. Track and field hosts the Michael Johnson Invitational Friday and Saturday at Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium. And Baylor football hosts the Green and Gold Spring Scrimmage Saturday at noon at McLean Stadium to wrap up spring drills. Offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes visiting with the media asked if this offense remains sophisticated yet simple in year two. Well, I think that I really think that's a big part of our success. And I think that our ability to say this is who we are and understand our identity and and. Um, it's kind of like when you, as a person, when you really know who you are, it gives you confidence to, um, to do whatever it is that you choose to do in life. And I think the same is true of, of an offensive unit. If we understand who we are, then it gives us strength going into games and we know what we're going to rely on. We know where we're going to lean. Um, I think what it does is it gives us a little bit more, uh, versatility in that we might do those things a few more ways rather than adding a bunch of different plays. So um, you'll see some things that'll be a little bit different, but if we're adding things, it's because we've chosen to do that instead of something else. That's Baylor OC Jeff Grimes, Baylor football with the green and gold scrimmage Saturday at noon at McLean Stadium, presented by TFNB, your bank for life. It is free and open to the public on Saturday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Which organization would you say respects, other than the Cowboys, Zeke Elliott the most? Is there one? Oh, I mean, I can't think of a team right now at the top of my head that has a worse starting running back. <laughs> I mean, really. I That's just... really rude. That is, I have that down as one of the one of the <laughs> meanest comments you've ever said on this show. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us, and we welcome into the program Jay Drew from the Deseret News and Covers BYU, one of the uh, one of the new guys coming into the Big Twelve Conference, and, and and Jay, man, we do appreciate your time this morning. Good morning, how are you? Yeah, good morning to you guys. I'm doing great. What was what was the initial reaction uh, when when it was announced that BYU would would be joining the Big Twelve Conference? Oh, there was just uh, euphoria. It was uh, what BYU has wanted for years and years and years. So it's just at least among BYU fans and administration and athletes and coaches, it was just, um, you know, just sheer joy. It's what the goal has been for since they went independent after the 2011 or before the 2011 season. So uh, just, it's just what they really wanted. And, and it finally came. What does BYU bring to the table for the big 12? What can fans expect? Well, they're pretty solid in every sport. Um, obviously, I just mentioned in football, they haven't been in a conference since 2011 um, when they left the Mountain West. Uh, they have a huge fan base, um, pretty much scattered all over the world. Um, they don't, obviously, in Provo, Utah, and Salt Lake City, Utah, and, and this uh, mountain area, they have, uh, you know, as the biggest concentration of BYU fans, but but really, as uh, Baylor fans might remember, last you know in Waco last October, uh, BYU had you know thousands of fans there in Waco for that game. So that's kind of the biggest thing. Uh, they've got a really big, nice football stadium. Probably be what the third or fourth biggest in the Big 12, I think. Uh, and then the biggest once uh, Oklahoma and Texas leave. Um, their other sports, uh, you know, are they're not great. They don't. Um, uh, they don't have. You know, basketball is pretty average, um, both men's and women's. Um, baseball is about the same, along with softball. But uh, but they're not really terrible in anything. They're um, across the board pretty good. So that's pretty much in a nutshell what they bring. Um, they're really good in the uh, in track and field and, and long distance running. That's probably their strongest uh, sport and their best sport. So that's kind of a nutshell of, of kind of what they bring. Last year, they obviously had a lot of success, and that was really predicated on the play of Tyler Algier, what he was able to do out of the backfield. Uh, he looked really good against Baylor at times. Now he's in the draft. Where do you think he gets drafted, and who is some of the players that are currently on BYU's roster that might step up and take the his place? Yeah, I think he's 
late second day, third day guy. So that's what most people are saying. Fourth round, uh, you know, maybe possibly sneak into the third round, but uh, probably fourth, fifth round, somewhere around there. Um, as far as uh, replacing him, uh, they they brought in a transfer from Cal, Christopher Brooks, um, who was a four year uh, played for four years for Cal. He's a grad transfer. Uh, he's he's going to be RB one right off the bat. It looks like just judging from how much they used him in spring ball. Um, they've got some guys behind him, Lopini Katoa, who played uh, in Waco a little bit, and uh, a kid named Jackson McChesney. But I think it's all. I think they're really really banking on this Cal transfer, Christopher Brooks, to be kind of the replacement for for Tyler Algier. Am I correct in saying that BYU went through 15 spring practices and did not have a spring game? Yeah, you are absolutely correct. Um, several reasons for that. Uh, probably the biggest is is they didn't feel like they had enough healthy bodies to, to stage a game, especially along the offensive and defensive lines. Uh, a cynic could maybe say they didn't want to give away any secrets. They, they didn't want to uh, put anything on film. Um, which I'm not sure why, because uh, the court offensive coordinator, as you guys well know, the guy who replaced Jeff Grimes has been there a year. He's not changing the offense up much. Uh, the defense is still going to be the, the same as the last year and the last five or six years. So um, I'm not sure what you know what secrets they have to hide. But but the reason given was that they didn't feel like they had enough kind of healthy bodies to to stage a full out game. Is the strength of this football team the offensive line? Yeah, pretty much. They've got almost every guy back. They lose a, a four-year starting center, James MP, but uh, they've got nine or ten guys with, uh, you know, with multiple game experience um, on the offensive line. They brought in an Oregon transfer, Kingsley Suma Taia, who uh, was a five-star recruit out of high school. So yeah, you're you're right there. They they should be very very good on the offensive line, um, and uh, the receiver uh, position. That's kind of going to be the strength of the team. That's so what I was, far from what we know from spring camp. That's where I wanted to go next was the receiver core. Do you think this has the potential to be the best receiver core to ever come through BYU? Yeah, they've got some really good ones. They've got uh, Puka Nakua, uh, Washington transfer. And then Gunnar Romney, um, who was toying with the idea of leaving because he's already played four years, but he took advantage of the COVID extra year. He's back. Uh, and then they've got some recruits that are really high on. I, I, actually, a kid named Keanu Hill, who uh, whose father played at Texas Tech and whose uh, uncle played for the Cowboys. Um, uh, I forgot his first name now. Hill. Lloyd Hill was his father. And the one that played for the Cowboys, uh, it'll come to me in a minute. But anyway, Keanu Hill is uh, out of Texas, and uh, they're expecting big things out of him this year. And so uh, it'll be fun to see if, if those guys deliver. But if uh, you know if they can protect Jaron Hall and he can get the ball out to those guys, they should they should have a pretty good offense. And I was going to go there. How good can this offensive uh, unit be? You talk about the returners on the offensive line, you talk about the quality wide receiving core, and then you got your starting quarterback back in place. So just how good can they be offensively? 
Yeah, I think it, a lot depends on staying healthy. Uh, BYU teams have always had decent starters, a pretty good, you know, starting 11 on both sides of the ball, but depth has always been an issue. That's kind of what caught up to them last year is, is uh, a lot of guys got hurt and then they ended up losing the bowl game, Independence Bowl to UAB with, you know, five or six injured starters, basically on both sides of the ball. In fact, Jaron Hall, the quarterback, didn't even play in that game because he was hurt. But uh, that's kind of the big issue with the offense. If Jaron Hall can stay healthy, it should be pretty good. But beyond, behind him, uh, they don't have a, a very experienced backup quarterback. Um, that's because a, a kid named Baylor Romney, uh, who was a really solid backup for three years, uh, decided to go to the business world. He took a job with Adobe and uh, kind of left them without a, a capable backup. So, um, But, you know, knock on wood, if they can stay healthy, uh, the offense should be really, really good. How big a player is the transfer portal going to be for the Cougars? You know, not quite as big as for other schools. Uh, they get maybe one or two guys out of the portal every year. Like I said, they've already gotten uh, a couple this year, the kid from Oregon, the, the right tackle, and then also the running back. Uh, but uh, they don't they don't tap into it really heavily. Um, the thing about BYU is every year they have, you know, six or seven returned missionaries, guys that have been on two-year missions for the Mormon Church, come back. And so um, they don't typically have a lot of just scholarships laying around to give out to guys. So, uh, be, And one reason is because of what I just mentioned. And so, and so you don't see them really active in the transfer portal. And you don't see them lose a lot of guys either. Under Kalani Satake, I think, They've uh, they've lost very very few guys that have transferred out um, because you know I think I think there's just a general culture down there that that they kind of like what's going on and and most guys tend to stick around a while. When you look at this roster, uh, you know they struggled last year along the defensive line at times. Is that still going to be the Achilles heel this season? Yeah, almost the entire defense is. is uh, there are question marks at you know each unit, defensive line, linebacker, and secondary. Um, they do have most of their guys back. The thing we didn't see this spring was a lot of those guys out on the field. So many guys underwent surgeries um, from last fall that they didn't participate in spring ball. And I'm talking about their best players, guys like linebackers Keenan Peely and Peyton Wilgar and uh, secondary guy Chaz Ayu. And uh, along the defensive line, a handful of guys. So that's the big question mark. Uh, in the past, BYU's biggest problem has been rushing the passer, getting pressure on the passer. Um, they've got a couple guys they brought in they think can help them in that area. And so, uh, but definitely up and down the board, defense is, is the big question mark this year. Hey Jay, man, we uh, we appreciate the time. We look forward to uh, hearing from you again as uh, as as we get closer to football season and and uh, follow BYU very closely. Now that they're going to be a, a member of the conference, and uh, we do appreciate your time today. You bet. Have a great day. You do the same. Coming on, talking to you guys. That is uh, Jay Drew uh, talking BYU football with us here on this uh, Thursday morning. It's 8-14, 14 after 8. This is game time. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. If you want to check out Alan Samuels, 
And, and, and you said, you know what? I got about five minutes. I don't have time to run over there just yet, but I want I want to take a look. How about just going to the website, alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. And if you ever have a question, Ted Teague and his staff would love to hear from you at 772-1000, 772-1000. And Alan Samuels, of course, it's an award-winning dealership and, and for a number of reasons. And one of those reasons is they have the quality vehicles that you are looking for. Brands that win awards, such as the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Quad Cab, with total values up to $6,500. And you can also get a $3,000 bonus cash, and you can get that vehicle for 2.9% APR for 72 months. First responders, you get an extra 500 bucks, and this is an incredible truck that gives you everything that you are looking for. It gives you power. It gives you performance, towing capabilities, and, of course, it gives you luxury. We're talking about the Ram 1500 Lone Star Quad Cab, one of many great vehicles available at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. Allen Samuels, your friend in the car business. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. More of the same today with mostly cloudy skies. Some sunshine from time to time, but very mild and windy with highs topping out at 87 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 69 and mostly cloudy tomorrow morning, but turning mostly sunny late in the afternoon for a warm high of 88. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time, athletic director for Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. I think all of the stuff that's going on right now, name, image, and likeness, and the transfer portal, although it seems and feels difficult, and it seems and feels like, you know, the more money you have, the greater advantage that you're going to be at, I still think there's a place and there's a way for us to shine and continue to be competitive at the highest levels. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental. They make work easier. My house has a new glow. Love my windows, universal windows direct. Spring is 
is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. All right, take 20, 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Let's talk uh, Let's talk a little junior college baseball, softball, and all that kind of fun stuff here this uh, this morning. As uh, the uh, McLennan Highlanders under Mitch Thompson, they went to uh, – they went down to Temple and they swept a doubleheader, beating Temple four to nothing in the first game and taking the nightcap two to one. So Mitch Thompson's team continues to roll. Uh, on the softball side of things, Chris Berry's team finally dropped a game, guys. They're human. Uh, they are human. Uh, after twenty eight straight wins, they uh, they dropped a game to uh, to Temple here in Waco at the Brazos uh, River Ballpark, and uh, they split a doubleheader and they'll play. A uh, doubleheader this Saturday in Temple, but y- y- twenty-eight straight—that's crazy, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and I don't care if you're playing inner squad or you're playing against air. When you win twenty-eight straight, you've done something. And this is probably no one wants to lose. You never want to lose, but it's it's probably not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, get it, it out of the way now before yeah, you get in tournament play. Absolutely. I mean, you know, absolutely. That pressure builds. It certainly does. They're the JUCO Oklahoma. I mean, that's that's all it is. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, how, how you know? So they'll, they'll play a doubleheader on uh, on Saturday in in Temple. It, it, continuing our conversation about junior college. Did he, look, look? Let's see if we can explain it. So yesterday, North Central and Weatherford are playing a doubleheader. That's the same conference as McLennan. Uh, they're playing a doubleheader. A kid from North Central, who, who, by the way, North Central is not even in, in the uh, running to make postseason. Weatherford is, uh, but anyway, was. <laughs> <laughs> North Central hits hits a th- I think it was a three run homer, 
And I'm sure, I, I don't know all the details, but I'm sure that there was probably a little conversation going on. But as the hitter rounded third, the pitcher drops his glove, charges off the mound, and body slams the runner, or the batter actually, to the ground. His helmet went flying. It was an absolute mess. They suspended that game. Uh, and we're waiting to hear how this thing is all going to unfold. But, man, was, was that crazy? But it just it just gives – it just gives it, – it's such a negative, negative piece for Weatherford. Look, there's national sports broadcasts and, and online features about Weatherford College baseball. Those guys would have never made – the news but they're they're making it now and they're making it in a negative way so it's it's a bad it's a bad look for them it is yeah it it doesn't doesn't do anybody any favors but i mean it was great for us (laughs) exactly (laughs) my initial thought was dude were you a linebacker like you had to because that was a perfect form tackle strong safety you (laughs) strong safety he 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 was he was an all district high school linebacker it makes sense you could definitely tell the technique has not left him. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he. If you get a chance, you could. It, it's everywhere. It's it's at cbssports.com, By the way, where we're, you know we we talked to Shayhan mm-hmm. They've got it. Uh, it's uh, it's on Twitter. It's all over Twitter. I mean, it's everywhere. You can go see it. I mean, it, but it is a. It's just a negative piece, in my opinion, for. For Weatherford College, and, and they're very apologetic. Uh, their coach did everything he could. I mean, to uh, to apologize about it. But the bottom line is, it's there. And and you know, sports talk show. Would we have ever talked about Weatherford in North Central? No, no, no. I, I don't know. It's a bad look, but I found it thoroughly entertaining. Oh, I'm it was, not gonna lie. Look, it, it, <laughs> you know. The umpire proceeded to suspend the game. Well, you think? I mean, you know, you, you got to – and they're talking about police investigations now. What? Possible arrest. For a tackle? For an assault. Oh, come on. I'm just telling you. Uh, let's see. what. That's ridiculous. The young man could face potential disciplinary action from the Office of Student Services at Weatherford College up to and possibly including – Expulsion. Well, well that's, somebody else that's silly. Him. That's absolutely silly. Weatherford coach Jeff Lightfoot said Woodward uh, had had no previous incidents of any kind, but he didn't excuse his actions. He said, "We're shocked. We're disappointed at what happened in our game. Uh, we do not condone this type of behavior. We we work hard to build a program with the highest of standards, and we are completely embarrassed by this incident." And we apologize to North Central Texas College and uh, the fans of WC Baseball. This type of behavior cannot be tolerated. Whether from, uh, college police are also investigating the incident and has taken uh, has already started to take statements. So there you go. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he, he, he was a native of Breckenridge, and he was a first-team all-district selection at uh, outside linebacker. So, and he, he, uh, when he hit him, 
that that the batting helmet went flying what twenty feet in the air. I mean, it was it, it wasn't a love tap. <laughs> it, he 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 uncoiled on him. That's a pretty good hit. So there you go. All right, so that's that's what's going on there. Uh, one other quick note: uh, Ricky Rhodes has uh, stepped down as head basketball coach at McLennan uh, for the McLennan women. And uh, so uh, Sean Trulcombe and McLennan in search of a new head basketball coach on the women's side. It's uh, 827, 27 after 8. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor, Big 12 softball. This weekend on 101.3 FM. It's Baylor and Texas Tech this weekend at Gatterman Stadium. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1 for Baylor, Texas Tech, Big 12 softball. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loan subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rate subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Rangers started a road series at Seattle with a 4-2 loss. They're back on the field tonight. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas starting at 8 o'clock. 
Shohei Otani and two relievers. One hit the Astros for a 6-0 Angels win. Houston has today off and will start a weekend series with Toronto tomorrow. Haley Hudson tossed a no-hitter in an 11-0 win over Temple to stretch the winning streak to 28 games for MCC softball. Temple stopped the streak in the nightcap, though, 6-3. The Highlander baseball team got great pitching in a doubleheader sweep of Temple. Will Karsten tossed a three-hitter for a 4-0 opener, and Devin Bennett shut out the Leopards over the first seven innings in a 2-1 MCC win in Game 2. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. Day 31, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we'll visit with Bryce Cherry. The uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, Dan, uh, talk to him about uh, several things that's going on in the wide world of sports. We'll do that for you here in uh, just a few minutes. Uh, uh, don't forget, coming up Saturday, Saturday we will have uh, Baylor football for you. Uh, the uh, spring game starts at noon, and uh, we'll go on the air at about eleven o'clock out in that touchdown alley where they're going to have a big barbecue cook-off, and uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And that'll be coming up this Saturday at uh, eleven o'clock out in touchdown alley with the. Uh, Office of Baylor alumni, so we'll do that, and then the game at noon, and all kinds of stuff. So, keep in mind that we're going to have to do a couple of things uh, from a rearranging standpoint because Texas has decided that uh, they they want to play Baylor at one o'clock on Saturday afternoon rather than four o'clock, which has been on the the schedule for ten months or whatever the case may be. But so all of a sudden we get a note yesterday. Oh, by the way, we're going to play at one o'clock because of their spring football game, and therefore we're we're going to have to move. Some things around, and we'll have the uh, baseball game over on Fox Sports Central Texas. All right, uh, welcome into the program from the uh, Waco Tribune Herald, the sports editor, Bryce Cherry. Brycey, good morning. How are you? Doing well. I'm actually over at Baylor and not to do interviews, so that will be happening this afternoon. But college visit number three for my junior students, so... Well, there you go. There you, so where all has he visited? I mean, what what's on the list so far? He's gone to U of H, which he scratched, and uh, he's gone to Texas State, which is on the list. So oh, there you go. Yeah, and, and now Waco, Texas, and, B, and Baylor University. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. One place I would recommend probably right now, maybe not in the next couple of days visiting, is Weatherford College. You may want to stay away from there. They got some stuff going on. Did you see the video, by the way? No. Uh-uh. Okay, so yesterday they're playing North Central. A guy from North Central hits a three-run homer. He's rounding third. The pitcher comes off the mound, and he goes and body slams him. So, wow. Yeah. Good. So that's a <laughs> yeah. little, different, little different way about taking care of your business. <laughs> hey, I wanted to get you to talk a little bit about the uh, the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame. The induction ceremony is coming up May 7th. I know you're you're very involved in this with uh, with this organization that Mike Anderson heads up. What, what, what another terrific class this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every year uh, the group that, uh, you know, we induct is uh, pretty star-studded, and that's just because Texas high school football has, you know, legend after legend after legend. I mean, even the people that don't make the class each year uh, are – you know, legends in their own right. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you're talking about 
Tony Brackens and Ray Rhodes and, uh, you know, Dick Stafford and all these guys like that, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's an illustrious group. Baseball and softball winding down districts. Is there a district that's going to have to maybe be a playoff? And who are you looking at making a run in either softball or baseball? Uh, so there is uh, some districts coming down to the wire. Um, I believe Lorena and Troy uh, are coming down to the wire in softball uh, this Friday. And then as far as your, you know, second part of that question, which was just about, you know, who can make a run. Um, I mean, I like China Spring Baseball. I like Bosqueville Baseball. They've been getting it done all season long. China Spring has a big game coming up this Saturday, uh, playing down in San Marcos uh, against number one Sinton. And so uh, stepping out of non-district play to, you know, kind of test themselves. Not, I kind of like that, you know, just uh, obviously, you know, not that the competition in district is bad, but, uh, but that certainly will challenge your team and, and get you ready, uh, you know, for the playoffs. How about Moody upsetting Crawford the other night in baseball? Yeah, saw that. That was a that was a score that kind of popped. You know, when you saw it, it was like, wow. You know, I mean that that's not one that that happens a lot. But uh, but Moody, you know, steps up every now and then. And and there to me uh, made a great hire a couple years ago with Lonnie Judd. There is as their new uh, football coach Marty Garcia is still the uh, athletic director, and um, you know they're they're kind of strengthening their uh, entire athletic department. Well, yeah, back onto the baseball side, yeah, you know, we, we talk about China Spring and, and Bosqueville. In that same district with Bosqueville is Valley Mills. And, and it would not surprise me, Bryce, if those two circled back around to play each other in the, in the postseason. I think Valley Mills is that good. Yeah, I agree. Um, that They've kind of shown that all year. And Valley Mills is another – uh, program maybe we don't even talk about enough that that has a lot of tradition i mean uh they've they've made state trips they've produced some pretty good talent uh produced a super syntax player of the year just a couple of years ago in uh, chase keaton so uh, yeah they're they're uh they're a strong program and i and we always love to see that when uh when you do get like local teams meeting late in the playoffs maybe in the you know, regional semifinals, regional final round, you know, because uh, for one thing, it always means that at least, you know, one of the local teams is going on. Big meet going on over at Baylor with the Michael Johnson Invitational this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be out uh, there on Saturday. And um, that one, like you said, that one's a big one. Uh, you know, their first meet that they had a few weeks back, uh, the Baylor Invitational, it, it, you know, they they put up some good times and some good performances, but but this one, you know, you get some pretty salty competition there. Um, I'm looking for some some strong performances this week, and uh, Michael Ford's doing a great job in his first year there as, as head track and field coach at Baylor. Um, and you know, it, like I said, it's it's going to be a fun meet, um, and the, I'm doing a story on a. They have three freshmen from Nigeria. Um, don't ask me to pronounce all these names, but <laughs> let's let's just say they have three freshmen from Nigeria, two guys and a girl who are uh, who are getting it done as freshmen: a javelin thrower, uh, a hurdler, and a and a four hundred runner. So 
um, that that story's coming up in the paper on Saturday. Bryce, were you surprised yesterday when – I mean, we really shouldn't be surprised. Scott Drew has just done a tremendous job grabbing guys out of the transfer portal, but the addition of Jalen Bridges from West Virginia is really phenomenal. Yeah, it's a nice, nice fit. I mean, especially kind of uh, losing Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan, um, you know, that – he he kind of, to me, is just a plug-and-play guy right there. You know, you, you put him right into the mix. Uh, there is kind of a three, you know, two-three guy, and um, and he can defend, and, he, you know, he's scored like eight points a game last year. He'll be he'll be a nice fit, I think, for Scott Drew's team. Let's, uh, let's talk a little baseball. Let's get back to baseball for a second. Uh, big series for Steve Rodriguez's bunch as they head to Austin to, to take out the Longhorns uh, this weekend. Yeah, and have a little momentum on their side. I mean, uh, you know, up to five wins in a row now. Um, or is it four? No, it's five. That's right. Uh, so yeah, you know, they're 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 building something up. And uh, obviously, K State took two from Texas last week. So you know, you never know in this league. You know, Texas has just mashed the ball all year. They, I mean, the home run numbers are incredible. Obviously, the pitching staff is strong. That's something Texas always hangs its hat on. But, um, you know, it's a big chance for, for Baylor to, to make a little hay, both in the standings and, and in the RPI. I mean, their schedule has been, you know, one of the toughest all, you know, uh, in the country all year. They just haven't really – gotten enough of the wins that they need uh to uh to kind of put themselves in ncaa tournament consideration but they still have an opportunity to do that and you know no better time than this weekend in austin spring football uh getting started in the high school ranks uh, around the area who are some of the teams you've got your eye on that need to make some strides in the spring well i mean and obviously you know only the big schools can do you know, official spring drills, you know, uh, obviously everybody else can do off season stuff and, uh, the smaller schools, you know, they're, they've got kids out doing track and baseball and everything else, but, uh, you know, Midway kind of made an interesting move this year, Shane Anderson, in, in terms of going to, uh, you know, no spring drills. I mean, they did a, they, they've obviously attacked it hard in off season, you know, Shane talked about wanting to get a lot stronger, that they needed to get stronger to compete at the 6A level, and, and they've done that. But he's trading that uh, those spring drills, those 18 workouts you get in the spring for that extra week in the fall because he wants that scrimmage. And I think he just feels like his team could use that time better, you know, right before the season. So, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't fault him. I mean, coaches know their program. So, and then you know, Lake Ohio University will be going through spring uh, drills, and and that's good. I think. I mean, they're both coming off winless years. Uh, coaches going into their second year, and you're trying to build a little little continuity. I was going to ask you this last week when you were on, but I was out. What were your initial thoughts when you saw Trey Wisner leaving Conley for DeSoto? Yeah. Uh, you don't want to see like transfer portal stuff come yeah. to high school sports. I mean, obviously. Uh, so that's, you know, that's a big loss for Conley in terms of uh, just a, 
football player, basketball player. He was a nice uh, basketball player as well, came off the bench and really gave them a spark as kind of an energy guy, but obviously a, a top-notch football recruit. And, um, you know, you never know why a kid might move or whatever. So, I mean, I don't want to speculate on on that. But, um, yeah, you know, you, you do see – kids transfer sometimes for for athletic reasons and if that happens obviously then the the DEC for those districts get get involved and so you know but I think Trey Weisner has a has a bright future ahead as a as a football player final thought for you here this morning now uh, were you a little surprised when uh, when you saw that uh, Ricky Rhodes had uh, resigned as the head basketball coach at McLennan yeah, indeed, I was. Uh, that that was surprising. So I, I've got a guy, Brian Coates, who who's doing uh, freelance stuff for us and and uh, doing an MCC kind of notebook each week covering MCC sports. And uh, <laughs> it was funny yesterday. He texted me and and he's like, uh, um, you know, Sean Trocom said that they're they're interviewing uh, coaches, women's basketball coaches, and I was like. So Ricky is out, and uh, and he goes, okay. So that is news. <laughs> he was like, I didn't want to act like I didn't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, you're breaking some news there. Uh, but yeah, Ricky, uh, you know, he's had a long run there at uh, at MCC. Um, you know, taking a lot of teams to the regional tournament. You know, some conference championships in there. You know, he's had a good run, and, and you know, he's earned the right to to step back, do what he wants. And his boys are, um, you know, in high school. And I think, uh, you know, he enjoys being a dad. So, um, you know, maybe this will give him a little more time to, to do that. He enjoys that driver and that nine iron too. So he may be playing a little golf. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah he, and Ar- he and Arthur will be out there, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, you mentioned the, the article on, on track. What else are you guys working on for, uh, for the Waco Tribune Herald? Yeah, you know, we'll be uh, do, having Super Syntex soccer this weekend. Uh, the girls' team will be released in Saturday's paper and the boys' team in Sunday's paper. So Chad and I have been busy working on uh, on those uh, stories this week and rounding up all those Super Syntex athletes. And then uh, more high school coverage. Obviously, you mentioned Baylor Springs football. Johnny will be out there on that, at that on Saturday. I'm going down to Austin for for uh, at least uh, you know one to two of those games. So, yeah, it's a busy, busy uh, uh, Baylor weekend for sure. Bryce, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Enjoy your enjoy your. You, you think you can find your way around on campus today? <laughs> Well, you know, I would probably be seeing some places I don't normally see, but uh, they're taking us on a little tram, so that's good. We don't even have to walk. There you go. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. We'll see you later. All right. Thanks, guys. So, so he's doing the interview while he's actually taking the tour. He's on a tram. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Uh, let's take a second. Let's talk about uh, our friends at the brokerage house. If you want to sell your house, you can do it in five days or less with the brokerage house. They're going to they're gonna put together a package, and you guys are going to agree on a price for your home. And if they don't sell it in five days, then the brokerage house is going to buy it. They've, that's how confident they are that they're going to get it done for you. Aaron Ryan and the, and the folks at the brokerage house realtors have a, uh, have a marketing program that is going to generate offers above market value plus multiple offers on your home. If not in five days, 
they buy. It's that simple. If you want more information, it's 5daystosow.com, the numeral 5, 5daystosow.com, or you can call them at 817-812-2978. It's Game Day Live, the spring game edition. Hi, everybody. This is Tom Barfield. Join Matt Mosley and me this Saturday as the Bears play their spring football game. Our coverage of Baylor football will begin at 11 a.m. with Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni and brought to you in part by Barnett Contracting and TFMB, your bank for life. Don't miss Game Day Live, the spring game edition, this Saturday at 11 a.m. on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels, where you can get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Low Star with values up to 6500 or get $3,000 bonus cash and 2.9% for 72 months. First responders get an extra $500. This year's incredible deals are at Allen Samuels in Waco. Take home power, performance, and reliability with your new 2022 Ram today. Come by. Let's be friends. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. Free Comic Book Day returns in full splendor for 2022 at Bankston's. Join Bankston's in celebrating their 21st year of Free Comic Book Day on May 7th. There will be over 20,000 free comics for everyone. DJ Versatile, local artist, and the best of all free comics. With over 75 different titles, this is sure to be the best Free Comic Book Day yet. Everyone gets 25 comics this year, and if you dress up in cosplay, you'll get an additional five comics free. Visit FreeComicBookDay.com. For more information, Bankston's is your place for fun and waste. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Rangers started a road series at Seattle with a 4-2 loss. They're back on the field tonight. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas starting at 8 o'clock. Shohei Otani and two relievers, one hit the Astros for a 6-0 Angels win. Houston has today off and will start a weekend series with Toronto tomorrow. Haley Hudson tossed a no-hitter in an 11-0 win over Temple to stretch the winning streak to 28 games for MCC softball. Temple stopped the streak in the nightcap, though, 
The Highlander baseball team got great pitching in a doubleheader sweep of Temple. Will Karsten tossed a three-hitter for a 4-0 opener. And Devin Bennett shut out the Leopards over the first seven innings in a 2-1 MCC win in Game 2. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grand bag on Game Time. All right, 8.50, 10 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Again, coming up at 9 this morning, it will be the uh, it will be the uh, uh, Greeny program. And then uh, at 3 this afternoon, John Morse will be live from the Baylor Club. And he's going to have uh, Mike Mosel from the uh, Baylor Club on the program, as well as Logan Vick. Uh, I look back at the 2012 baseball season. They're going to have a big reunion coming up. Uh, very soon. Uh, I think it's like the 30th uh, of this month. And, and uh, John will talk with Logan Vick about that. And that'll be in the uh, three o'clock hour live from the Baylor club. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. 8:51. We're nine away from nine. Uh, Texas and Seattle's coming up tonight at eight 40. We'll have the broadcast beginning at eight. So Ward, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to go get, make sure you get a nap and get ready for that one. Nope. <laughs> I'm watching the Mavs. There you go. The Mav- Oh, by the way, the Mavs do play tonight. Uh, good luck finding it on television. The Mavs at 8 o'clock tonight against the Jazz. Luka or no Luka? I don't think he plays. I don't think he does either. I don't either. I feel like with the game, look, you don't want to go seven in the first round. But when you have game five at home, you got game seven at home, might as well sit them out tonight, see if you can squeak out a win on the road, and then take care of business. I, I wouldn't rush him. Now, Utah stole a game on the road. And you're going to have to do the same. I think they can. Yeah. But I, Ward and I were talking about this when you were out of the room earlier. Uh, I don't think you play the guy until he's healthy because if he re-injures it, it's done. It's True. over with. It, particularly as you go deeper into the thing and it gets more difficult. Uh, so, And it's a shame that he's not 100% for this series but if you could somehow manage to get through this series, then if the more you rest him, the more he's going to be at 100% going in a little deeper. Well, that's why I think if they happen to go seven in the first round, it would kind of benefit them because if you that way it gives Luka time to hold up and then maybe make a push later on. But I don't think he steps on the court tonight. We'll find out. 8 o'clock tip tonight uh, from uh, Salt Lake City as the uh, Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks play game three of that best of seven series in the first round. Uh, A little surprising yesterday as uh, Jay Wright announced that after 21 seasons as the head coach at Villanova, he's he's walking away. And, And stop and think about the quality of coaching in the last, what, 18 months? Yeah. With Roy Williams? At North Carolina, Mike Shashevsky at Duke, and now Jay Wright at Villanova. Man, you've had you've had some big time names step away from from the game. And Ward, you immediately said, "Who's who's the best guy? In, you know, in the business right now. It, you know, who 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 ascends to? You know, who's who's the guy? Bill what, Self. Coming what? off that win, you can't argue with that." I, I would think the top three would have to be well. I don't know because you got what Self, Drew, John Calipari, and I mean, I guess you still have to throw. Um, I'm drawing Blake right now for whatever reason. Michigan State. 
Izzo. You oh, yeah, throw Izzo Tom Izzo. And, and then don't forget about Few out of Gonzaga. Yeah, uh, but championships talk a little louder. I, I, I know, but they get there. But, you know, when is the last time Kentucky has gotten there? A couple of years. A few years. Yeah. They, they, they took the early exit. <laughs> yeah. So, it, but it's an interesting piece of conversation, isn't it? But these veteran guys, you know, who who's the leadership? I and, and Izzo's a great name uh, when when it comes to that veteran leadership, if you will, uh, in in college basketball coaching. Because again, you've had some you've had some veteran guys that have had great success now step away from the game. I think it's only a matter of time now for Bayheim as the next dominant. Yeah, that's a great great point. I mean, there, there's another there's another name that uh, you know that's had a lot of success. In a great body of work, so uh, interesting though. Uh, but yeah, Jay Wright has stepped away as the uh, head coach at Villanova. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us on this a Thursday morning. We'll do it again bright and early tomorrow morning at seven a.m. Have yourself a great day. Don't forget John Morris live from the Baylor Club this afternoon at three on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>